Larry Weber is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac. Larry is on the line. Good morning, Larry. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Um, I'm stretching the uh, backyard a little bit today. I'm speaking to you from the North Shore. I won't say the exact location, but it's from the North Shore. (laughs) And uh, it's been quite an amazing week. Uh, We are now at the 21st of uh, October, two-thirds of the way through the month. And so far, thanks to some temperatures this week, we have gotten closer to normal, but we're still just a little bit above normal temperature for the whole month. We did get down to about 20 degrees a couple of mornings. The uh, precipitation, now when I last spoke to you, we were having some snow, and that happened on Friday and then again happened on Saturday. Uh, But the precipitation is way below normal way below normal. It's like one-fourth of what we normally have by this time of month of October. And if you factor in that precipitation, that lack of it, with what we have been doing for the year, as of yesterday, we passed an interesting milestone. The entire year, 2022, thanks to some earlier months, has been above normal in precipitation and for many times quite a long ways above normal. However, as of yesterday, we are now for the entire year below normal in precipitation. Now, we'll see if that's going to change. Often things change a lot as we get further into fall. But uh, that dryness has, has bothered me a bit. But otherwise, it's interesting to note that even though we're way below normal in precipitation, we're way above normal for snowfall for October. Even if we don't get another flake of snow for this next 10 days, we will still be considerably above normal for a regular normal uh, October. Uh, Other things of note, we had several phenological events that happened this week. I mentioned last time that I thought this was going to be the time of the leaf drop. And where I was, yes, it happened. We had several very windy days, and those windy days brought down the leaves from the deciduous trees in huge numbers. And right now, as I stand and look around, I see mostly bare trees around me. That is probably the situation that it is for many places in the area Typical, the leaf drop happens somewhere between around the 15th to the 20th of October every year, and it's no different this year. Now, what that does is that brings in the next phase, which is, I think, a fascinating time that I have called Autwind. That word, if you try to look it up in the dictionary, you're not going to find it. I made up the word. It's spelled A-U-T capital W-I-N, and it's a combination of autumn and winter. It is a time that after the leaves drop from the trees and before we get a lasting snow cover. Now, we might get temporary snow covers, but the lasting snow covers don't come for about another month. So we have this period of time in between, and it is just an amazing time. We can see so much more in the woods than we could while the leaves are on the trees, and it just beckons to get out and take a walk. So welcome to Otwin. Also, this week, I had the first sighting of ice on a river. I had seen ice on puddles and ponds before. 
But this was ice on a river because, we, I said, we get, did get some temperatures that went down into the 20s. And we are now in the period of time, you know, with the leaf drop, we kind of think that, okay, we lost all this color of autumn. Well, no, we haven't lost it all. There is the next phase, and the next phase takes place out in the swamps, and that is the conifers, tamaracks, put on a golden, yellow, golden glow that makes us forget about the deciduous trees of earlier in the fall. And I saw some amazing examples of that this week, depending on where you are, depending on where the swamps are. But this tamarack time will continue. I have seen it continue all the way up to the 1st of November. So that could very well be happening. Once again, it's worth getting out and taking a look. Boy, some of these, uh, we've got a lot of tamarack swamps in the Northland. And some of these roads are hard to drive at that time because I want to look at them and look at the tamaracks all the time. A couple other things of note this week. I saw many migrant songbirds. And uh, there's a lot of migration of hawks and so forth still going on. But the migrant songbirds that I saw were several species of sparrows. Uh, Most notable probably is the tree sparrow, which is a sparrow from the far north that has come down. And then there was a bird that we don't even call a sparrow, though it is does belong to that group, and that's the snow bunting. I was very glad to see those first ones I had seen this whole season. They also live in the far north. Uh, They are called snow buntings for a couple reasons. One of them is where they live. The other one is is that they're mostly white, and they often travel in flocks, and we frequently see them along the sides of roads. I saw the first one of those this week. And then I had a really interesting sighting, despite the fact that it has been dry, and you don't expect to see much mushrooms or other fungi when it's dry. I had several fun fungal finds this week. I found shaggy mane, which is a beautiful, tall mushroom. Uh, it's called shaggy mane because it, the the cap hangs kind of hangs down, reminding somebody of the mane of a horse. Uh, it was. It's also known as inky cap because it turns black after a while. Then I saw a metal mushroom out in a yard. I saw uh, the fairy ring mushroom also in the yard. The greatest discovery was one day as I was walking past the yard, I saw some giant puffballs. Giant puffballs are remarkable. They are practically as big as a watermelon. And though we are probably all familiar with the small puffballs that might be about the size of a golf ball, the giant puffball is amazing. What I saw was about 18 inches long and maybe, and maybe about 12 inches wide, six inches tall a very impressive fungus. And yes, like the smaller puffballs, it makes a bunch of spores inside. And then when it gets ripe and it gets bumped, uh, those spores will blow around from it. But wow, what an amazing sighting to find. I see them not, not quite every year, but almost every other year. And frequently it's later in the fall when it happens. But we've got plenty more to go. We may have lost a lot of leaves of our deciduous trees, but there's still plenty out there to take a look at. Weeping willows and silver maples that are both very common in Duluth will still keep their yellow for quite a while. So, oh, yes, I would recommend, as I've said before, get out and take a walk. It's a terrific place. Okay, take care. Thanks, Larry. You as well. 
That is Larry Weber. Larry is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac.